We're waiting on some of those shoes to drop when it comes to the NFL coaching hires, and then all of a sudden it's one after the other. It's you know, D'Amico Ryan's going to Houston, and it's Sean Payton going to Denver when you thought he was going to go back to Fox and just be on TV, and you thought nobody wanted that Denver job. And just kidding, Sean Payton actually wants it. So, of course, we got to talk to Jason Lock on 1057 The Fan in Baltimore, Odyssey NFL Insider. You're as plugged in as anybody is when it comes to the NFL, Jason. And just, just big picture on both of these hires today. What are your thoughts on the jobs, uh, the fits, and yeah. how it ended up going down? Well, I, I think both these teams um, were in a corner, and they were highly leveraged. And there was one clear candidate who rose above all else um, for various reasons, and both also had the power to say no. Um, Sean Payton, uh, look, of, of this crop of open jobs, I think Denver was the only one that kind of sort of made sense, but they were going to have to. Um, deliver on what's required financially and and from sort of a, a hierarchical standpoint to land him. And it didn't seem to be a fit, right, until it was. And, and money talks and the idea of them having to try to lure Jim Harbaugh out of Ann Arbor or restart a coaching search like that, that you know, this is the first chance for – these billionaires to put their stamp on the organization, and I think it would have been a really bad look to be now, you know, starting basically a, a second wave of interviews. Um, and so, and, but Sean Payton could stay in Malibu or whatever, and there'll be better jobs open next year. And and so ultimately, um, they capitulated and they made a deal. And you know, with Houston, I mean, because of D'Amico Ryan's uh, playing career there and with it becoming pretty obvious that they wanted to go with a young coach, and that's sort of where Nick Casario was as a GM. And unfortunately, they, they used, um, you know, two coaches basically as sort of human shields the last two years to just get them through tank job years with no consideration of really keeping them long-term. They now reached a point in time where we're going to draft a franchise quarterback and we're going to try to find a young, a young head coach who can grow with him and, and be here for a long time. And obviously the job Ryan's has done – running that 49ers defense speaks for itself and it he's someone who would be seen as a fit with Nick Casario and really his name and Gannon's name were the the, the defensive coordinator with with the uh, Eagles Jonathan Gannon were the two guys who you heard the most about after their interviews and it, it looked like Casario who comes from a model with a, a defensive minded head coach in New England you know was wanted to get one of those two and and Ryan's was one and and I think Gannon was 1A, and you don't have to wait two more weeks for Ryan's now that he lost. So they were going to have to pounce early this week, or, or maybe he'd go to Arizona, or maybe he'd wait another year. Um, so I would say, on the whole, not entirely surprising. Um, Indianapolis, I think, is still a wild card. Jim Mercy will do whatever the hell he wants, including maybe even just keep Jeff Saturday. You know, in Arizona, I, I would not be surprised if someone from that Bengals coaching staff, whether it's Callahan or Anarumo, um, had a really strong shot to to get that job. What is your, I guess, now that we have D'Amico Ryans in Houston, Sean Payton in Denver, between those two franchises, which one should be more optimistic? <sighs> well, I mean, I think really it starts with ownership, right? So Denver, we don't know, you know. I mean, Walton just got there. Uh, the The Russell Wilson and the Hackett stuff happened before it was on their watch. Um it takes these individuals usually they have a pretty strong a pretty long learning curve and then some of them the light bulb flicks on and some of them will never know how to successfully run an NFL franchise I, I don't know what category he'll be in but 
you know, there's history there. That's a it's a rabid fan base. Um, they're going to put money into the facilities again. Um, and I mean, whatever you think of Russell Wilson, if if it doesn't work out in a year, you're on to somebody else. You know what I mean? You inherited that. It's not like you you hand picked him. So I, I, I know with Houston, the owner has been. I mean, he's he's been a bumbling fool for the most part. <laughs> um, he can't get anything right. He doesn't seem to have any concept of what goes into building a winning football program. Uh, and he's kept Casario around despite these last two shameful head coaching hires. There's a lot not to like about it. I mean, this is the same guy who let Bill O'Brien, you know, build his franchise up and tear it down and give Bill O'Brien Belichickian levels of power. So I don't trust Cal McNair's judgment. However, if you think Nick Casario is a decent evaluator, he's he's sitting here with a ton of assets in the next couple of drafts. And it's a total tank job, and they've ripped it to the studs, and now there's nowhere to go but up. So, you know, I think they're going to take Bryce Young, and if, if they get some of these things correct, you don't have Mahomes and Andy Reid and, you know, Herbert in your division. You do have Trevor Lawrence, but, you know, the rest of the division's a mess. So, um you know, if they it's, look, they're going to have to they're going to have to crush these drafts, and if they do, then they could be you know a year from now looking a whole lot different than right now. Uh, Jason, looking at the 2023 franchise tag numbers, which came out the other day, Lamar Jackson, 32 million, is what a quarterback would make on the franchise tag for a year. What do you think Baltimore ends up doing? Where do you think Lamar's playing next year? Well, he's going to be on the exclusive tag, so that's going to be more like 45-ish. Um, they can't afford just to put. Um, the non-exclusive tag on them and have someone put together an offer that they can't match or that the owner just doesn't want to match. And now he's gone for two first-round picks when you can exact much more value than that for him, um, you know, with the number of teams that need quarterbacks. So I think he'll be tagged. Well, I know he'll be tagged, and it'll be the exclusive tag. And then I think he'll be traded. And I don't think it'll linger. I don't think it'll go anywhere near that July 15th deadline to extend the player on a franchise tag. If Once they put that tag on him, uh, after going at this for years and getting nowhere, I, I think they immediately start to shop him. And I think it's an open secret at the Combine that the Ravens want to leave Indianapolis with a Lamar Jackson deal agreed to. Obviously, it can't be fully consummated until the league year starts you know, in March. But I don't think they want this to, to be hanging over them during OTAs and heading into the draft and – I, it's, he's not going to sign the tag. He's not going to be around for any of this work because he's not required to be because he doesn't get paid on the tag until they start issuing game checks. So you're going to have a new offensive coordinator tweaking a new scheme, and the guy it's supposedly all built around is going to sign a franchise tag 72 hours before the season starts. Like, I, I just don't see how that's tenable. Again, you've had years, years, plural, to get this done. They've gone nowhere. I don't think the owner's going to budge. It's not how he wants to spend his money. So we'll trade him to somebody who will give Lamar exactly what he wants or certainly far closer to it than the Ravens are willing to. And I think Carolina, Atlanta, to me, would be the, at the head of the class. Uh, Jason, I can't let you go. I have to ask you this one. So I talked my wife into Jets season tickets, eight of them. <laughs> so, so Aaron Rodgers today on Pat McAfee says there's conversations going on involving him. He's not even involved in these conversations, mm -hmm. though. Where's Aaron Rodgers at next year? Well, here's the thing about Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. The way the contract's structured, Aaron Rodgers isn't going anywhere where Aaron Rodgers doesn't want to go because he could always just say, I'm taking my ball and going home. Um, or I'm not going to rework my contract at all to facilitate a trade. I think he's going to end up in, in Las Vegas. 
reunited with Devontae Adams. Um, really? I don't. I don't. I don't see him in New York, man. Like, I don't think he can handle I don't either. paparazzi <laughs> I don't stalking either, him when he goes to dinner. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't think he can handle page six every single day. Like, I, I, I just I, – I think it would be a bad fit. Um, I don't think he really wants to play outdoors anymore if he doesn't have to, right? He can go to Las Vegas. Yeah. They've got everything for him. It's a fast track. All he's got to do is throw the ball, you know, 8 to 15 yards downfield beef up the offensive line for me, put the franchise tag on Jacobs, and let's go. Just to really, really clarify, because I want to make sure I got this right from your opinion, you don't think Lamar is going to be in Baltimore next year? No, I would I would be really shocked if Lamar Jackson is playing for the Ravens next season. So what do the Ravens do then, Jason, if it's no Lamar? If they, if they And I don't, I mean, maybe they've already made that decision up. Maybe, like, obviously you would certainly know more. I would they go try and draft somebody this year? Would they go Tyler Huntley, who's, I guess, a Pro Bowl quarterback now? What, what, would, what would be the plan B for them? <laughs> yeah, does he get that Pro Bowl quarterback <laughs> boost on his contract? <laughs> yeah. Well, look, if, if they do trade him to Carolina or Atlanta, they're going to have either the eighth or ninth overall pick. And I think they also would get um, a stud young corner, whether it's Terrell or Horn, obviously, depending on the team. Um And then they would still have the 22nd overall pick, and I think they would use the 22nd overall pick on uh, the kid Richardson from Florida and develop him on the fly, find packages for him early on, just like they did when it was Lamar with Joe Flacco, but really give him a, a you know a, a redshirt year. And I think they would trade a late round pick for Ryan Tannehill, or they could or, or sign someone like Jacoby Brissett in free agency, a veteran who's not going to make horrific mistakes, who understands leaning on the run game, and who can and who and who has real acumen with the uh, play-action downfield passing game. Uh, they've seen a lot of Tannehill over the years, and he's used to you know the running game being the star, and I think it's a real reboot in, in Tennessee. Um, so, yeah, I think they do something like that, and that's the bridge guy, and they develop the kid from Florida on the fly. What do you think happens in San Francisco now that we know Brock Purdy's done for all of next year, Trey Lance, obviously, coming off of an injury too do you think they take a shot with somebody like brady for one year or like brady 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 really wow yeah what's your confidence happening before the kid got hurt yeah i think i mean he's not going to break the bank it's a chance to go home um it's a lot to me like peyton manning at the end with denver now now tom's not dealing with the health stuff and the neck and all that like like Manning, but I mean, if you're winning all these games with Brock Purdy completing 17 passes, and but wondering, you know, when the other shoe is going to drop and if it is too big for him and what happens when he faces better teams and yada, yada, yada. I just think, you know, Shanahan's won and Brady before. Brady's won and Shanahan before. The defense is there. The offensive line's there. The run game's there. The tight end's there. The positionless matchup weapon players are there. I mean, all the stuff he, he really likes to do, that it's, it's, it's just sitting there um, for him. You know, I mean, you could make the case for, like, Miami and, and a few other places. But I, I think it's a pretty short list. And... I, they have to have a veteran quarterback in that mix, like like they do, and it's over with Garoppolo. And you could have Lance and Purdy whenever they're healthy, you know, sort of competing and developing on the fly. But I just think it makes a lot of sense. It, it makes so much sense, and it sounds like this offseason with quarterbacks is going to be just like last season. None. The NBA is now carried over to the NFL. Jason Lockenfora, I know you had a busy day. Really appreciate you coming Thank on you with so us. Thank you so much. My pleasure.